Anderson here with Enlightened World Network. We bring a guided meditation every day of the year. And today our special guest meditator is Kira Lani. We adore Kira here at Enlightened World Network. She has had several shows with us. She is known as our tree gong healer. So Kira, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Ruth, for having me. It's always such a pleasure when I get to drop in for these um, usually monthly meditations with you. Excellent. We're ready whenever you want to start. Mm, wonderful. Well, I am so excited to get to host a meditation on this during this magical season. I titled the meditation Dia de los Muertos because today happens to be the day that in Mexico, they celebrate the ancestors um, through this time. But, but more deeper historically, we're talking about Samhain, which is the season, the time of turning into winter, turning into darkness. And I've been studying astrology recently. And so Scorpio season, is really about turning within, going into the darkness, into the shadow, allowing a dissolving away of what is ready to be released. Just as the trees are releasing their brilliant leaves. I love the metaphor that the trees offer us when they turn colors into these vibrant, brilliant yellows and pinks and oranges and reds, and then gently fall to the ground to be composted. And so this is a time of going within into your deeper psyche, your deeper space of magic. And it's also a time to connect to the ancestors. The mystics of old would say that at this time, as the season goes into darkness, the veils between worlds become thin and as these veils thin, our loved ones on the other side of life become more present to us. And our ancestors are not just those who are in our bloodlines. We have our bloodline ancestors. We have the ancestors of the land that we live on. So here in the United States, there are Native American ancestors of the land that I sit upon. And there are ancestors of the trainings that we have done. I myself carry several healing arts lineages with me, starting with a meditation tradition that was passed down through my mother and a yoga tradition passed down through my mother to me as a very young child. And all of these lineages that we carry, all of these ancestors, those that have come before in this life and before in whatever your life path is, are very present and available to you today. So I wanted to honor the elements of fire and water or utilize the elements of fire and water to honor and heal the ancestors. Before we begin, there's one more piece I want to invite you into as we go into this meditation. We all have certain ancestors, teachers, grandparents, 
loved ones that we really want to honor at this time and we want to remember all those good times. I invite you to also honor ancestors that may have brought some negative experiences into your life. Honor the ancestors whose traumas you may be still carrying. By honoring those ancestors, there's an opportunity here to heal those ancestral traumas. And I'm feeling this like a full body chill right now. So I'm feeling ancestors coming in, both in my lineage and those who are participating that are just so present and ready to participate in this healing because there is a desire, a, a, like a collective desire to be whole. And that's what I invite you into today, to wholly go into what has come before. Allow yourself to harvest what will sustain you through the winter and allow yourself to release what is ready to fall away. Allow even those painful experiences to become like the brilliant leaves expressing beauty through you as they are released to be composted and renewed through the seasons and cycles. So I have a candle that I will be lighting to start our meditation. And this, um, this candle has a little story. I bought this candle along with another Buddha candle for my mother for her birthday at the end of September. And this one um, didn't quite survive the journey. And so um, it seemed really appropriate to light the broken candle as we honor the ancestors and go into our dark spaces. And before I light the light that we're going to carry, I wanted to share with you a, a really powerful message that came to me earlier. Um, when we bring the light into the darkness, we're not seeing the dark, we're seeing the light. So even as we light this candle and bring a light into the darkness, I invite you to recognize that when you're ready to really understand and utilize the darkness, the invitation is to go in with the eyes closed, to go into the inner space inside of you and really witness the gift of the darkness. The shadow has so many amazing, deep gifts, potent, wisdom, powerful opportunities for healing. In fact, as we go into the darkness of winter, this is very much a time to allow yourself to heal, to allow yourself to rest and heal. So this candle I light today is to honor the ancestral wisdom. to honor the light that burns inside of your heart, to honor the fire element, see if it stays going, to honor the fire element 
and the power that that fire brings when um, that the warmth, the power the fire brings is the warmth, the light, the purification of the heart. And so I invite this flame to be as a purification, an opportunity to lay down what no longer serves, lay down the traumas that you may have been carrying on behalf of your ancestors. And breathe in the new life that's available with each and every breath. In two days, we'll be in the new moon time, the dark of the moon, moving into the dark of the season, inviting a deepening, a going within at this time, knowing that the candle will always be burning for you. The light is always there. Going into the darkness does not mean turning away from the light. So allow your heart to hold the flame as we go into the deep watery element of Scorpio. The ancestral wisdom, the ancestral wisdom lies in the deep waters. Ancestral healing happens in the water element of your being, in the kidney space. So as you drop in to the healing space, breathe energy into your back body. Bringing awareness and softening into the entire back of your body, as if leaning back into the support of the ancestors, those who have come before in your lineage of blood, those who have come before in your lineage of purpose here on this planet in this life perhaps even past life lineages would like to step forward today. Breathing in, there's a train coming so we can imagine the ancestors calling us home to the depths of the healing waters. All aboard, let's go deeper as if this train were carrying us into the core of our psyche. Noticing what within you is an expression of ancestral trauma and how can you allow that to dissolve into the darkness and distill the pure essence of who you truly are. 
the alchemy of the fire under the water, placing that beautiful flame under the depths of the water, bringing it to a slow boil, purifying these deep ancestral lines. Offer these ancestors that have shown up for you at this time, whether they are those who have shown up to support you or those who have contributed to your trauma, witness them, honor them, accept them as an important part of you Release them from any responsibility for you, thereby claiming fully your power from within. Your ability to choose your path. And to witness your destiny. Imagine that you can light an etheric candle for each of these ancestors, some of whom may have been lost in the darkness, inviting them to be seen, witnessed, felt, understood, and released. And now the ancestors gathering around may have a message of encouragement or understanding or clarity for you. So take a moment to sit in quiet with these ancestral energies and receive their love, blessings, and perhaps their messages for you. I'm feeling a request for a softening in the heart chakra. So often we find ourselves closing our hearts because of past traumas. So allow your heart to open with the breath. Allow your heart to soften. When we place iron bars around our hearts, sometimes there is no key that can unlock them. Instead, stoke the fire at the center of your heart and allow the iron bars to melt, to soften, to return to their essence. The essence of metal is connected to the breath.
the essence of metal is a generator of water. So even deeper into the water we go. Now visualize the deep water as a pool of healing. Allow yourself to float in this pool of healing water and feel that this healing water is touching you wherever you need healing in your physical, emotional, mental, etheric, spiritual bodies, and especially in connection to your ancestral lineages. I'm seeing a representation of the black female stepping forward to be healed. And an East Indian man, old and crooked. I'm seeing a representation of an Asian family stepping forward to be healed. And a tribal boy in the jungle. I'm seeing a goddess effigy of the European lineage stepping forward to be healed. Now they're lining up all of the ancestors, all of the peoples of the planet, ready to be healed and released into a flowing of these waters. So let's take three breaths in silence, offering and receiving this healing. Returning to the breath, returning to the physical body. Take a moment to harvest what you may have received from this healing meditation. As you arrive back into your body, take any gentle movements your body would like to fully integrate and ground in these energies that came through. When you're ready, open your eyes 
And if you feel called, I invite you to journal any wisdom or insights that came to you today and share with me if anything feels important to share, knowing that when it doesn't feel like being shared, that is also perfect. Thank you, Kara. You know, Kara, you mentioned the lineage of blood and the lineage or versus the lineage of purpose. And I love, I love that idea. Can you talk about that just a little bit more? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when we feel called to a path, like, interestingly, I'll, I'll use my yoga lineage as an example, because, um, I was called to a yoga lineage very young. My, my mother studied with Swama, Swami Sachidananda when my elder sister was a baby. Um, and so my mother was my first yoga teacher. And yoga does not come from my blood lineage. And um, then later, I studied yoga as a profession. So as a child, I dove into it as an experience for my body. Later, I studied yoga as a profession. And my first um, yoga teacher teachers that trained me to be a teacher were in the lineage of Anusara yoga. Anusara yoga was actually created by a white man in America. And he was a student of Iyengar who brought much of what we know as asana-based yoga to the United States. And so if I trace just that one lineage, of course, I've also, I also carry several Qigong lineages, several yoga lineages aside from this one. But if I just trace this one, there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. John Friend, the founder of Anusara Yoga, brought some amazing, beautiful um, translations of the Iyengar tradition that were so, so healing and helpful. He also got caught up in his own ego mindset that threatened the entire organization with huge scandals around sleeping with married women and um, students. And, um, and I have thought it's very, it very interesting that two of the lineage, several of these lineages carry these um, masculine taking advantage of the feminine paradigm within these beautiful healing teachings. And so when I bring through the beautiful words that John Friend coined to teach yoga, I'm connecting to his way of bringing it through. I'm connecting to Iyengar, who I never met or studied with, but I have looked at his poses in his books a lot. And then I'm connecting to his teachers and these yogic lineages go all the way back to um, ancient, ancient mystics and um, the lineage, the meditation lineage that my mother 
brought that my mother was initiated into when she was pregnant with my elder sister was all about meditating on the lineages of the masters and each master brings a personality along with their lineage so if someone studies with me they're also getting pieces of all these various lineages that i am carrying from the united states i i have native american lineages that i'm connected to um, i have east indian lineages that i'm connected to and chinese lineages that i'm connected to through my qigong studies and each one of those carries a whole series of people who have come before and when we have a certain practice that we're called to we're also called into that lineage and when we tap in through our practice to the support of those who have practiced this whatever healing modality artistic or craft I've been learning carpentry lately. I just realized I could call in some of these carpentry lineages. Um, then we actually, um, we make it easier for ourselves because we have the support. There, there's an energetic support that each and every lineage carries. Um, and then we also can when we do these ancestral healings like we talked about today we also can distill all of those good things that come through the practices by also honoring and respecting what may be in the shadow side of that practice and um, honoring that the shadow um, doesn't take from the light just as the light really doesn't take away the shadow when we take the light in and shine it then it may seem like we're pushing the shadow back but really it's just like i said earlier we're seeing the light and we're not seeing the shadow but it's still there so i i feel like um really honoring ancestors and and then I mentioned really briefly the ancestors of the land. And this can be a really powerful healing practice. I've worked with people who um, experience uh, now. Now I can't remember if perhaps even you were one of the people, Ruth, that I know that had an experience of someone who um, lived in a place that they lived before that showed up needing healing when that person moved into the house um is that mm -hmm. is that one of the things that has happened to you i, mm -hmm. I know there have been other people mm -hmm. that have that experience yep yep absolutely yeah yeah so um so that can be a really powerful place for healing when um when i was going through a challenging time and i was also in the midst of a qigong training I did a healing with my teacher and I thought that I was experiencing a, a heartbreak kind of attachment, but it turned out when I went into the healing that 
my father who passed when I was young showed up and I was like, oh, it's him. It's not this guy that I wasn't even together with for that long. It's my relationship with my father that needs healing. And my teacher gave me this beautiful practice that I love sharing with people. He said, take some honey to a body of flowing water and make an offering of healing to your father. And so I did, I had this little tiny bit of special honey that my son had given me and I couldn't quite bring myself to eat the last of it. There was just mm. that little bit. And so I took it to the creek and I took a little bit in my fingers, just like a, a touch of honey and I touched the water with it. And then I, and this practice is about offering the sweetness of life. That's when spirits come and they, are niggling at you. Sometimes spirits bug people because they want that sweetness of life. Mm. And so um, as I touched the water with it, I realized that the way that I could really offer this sweetness to the spirit of my father was through my tongue. So I touched it to my tongue and tasted it and visualized that spirit tasting it. And then I felt called to make a similar offering to my grandmother and my grandfather and my blood ancestors who were on the other side of life. And then I felt called to make this same offering to the spirits of the land, um, knowing that this part of the country in where I live in the Northwest in Oregon when white people came to this land to harvest trees and furs and all of the bounty of the land, the natives were almost completely wiped out in this area. And so every place that we go that is so beautiful and majestic and touches our spirit, there are ancestors of that land that prayed there that harvested fish or animals or, you know, wild plants in that area. And when I made that offering to the spirits of the land, I felt such a powerful healing release. So um, I wanted to share that as just an, an offering for anyone who may feel called to do a little extra healing around this, especially on this upcoming new moon. If you feel called to do this type of ancestral healing, whether there's perhaps someone that caused you trauma that you grew up with your entire life, like my experience with my father, or someone that you just really want to honor, or you feel really called to offer a healing to the ancestors of the land, this upcoming new moon would be a really optimal energy portal for that being the Scorpio new moon, the dark of the moon, Scorpio being the shadow sign, the, the going into the dark. And this is also the start of the upcoming eclipse season. When we have our next full moon, it's going to be a lunar eclipse and the new moon is a really good time to lay down your intentions for that eclipse season as well. So 
I'm excited for this new moon in two days and um, really happy to have had this opportunity to share with you here on Enlightened World Network today. Kira, thank you so much. You're always so interesting to listen to. If people want to know more about you and what you're bringing to the world, how they might be able to study with you, how do they contact you? How do they find you? So um, Kira Lani Tree Gong Healer is my Facebook um, and my YouTube. Um, you can message me there on Facebook. I'm also Tree Gong Healer on Instagram. And um, I'd love to hear from some of you if you have any questions or want to be connected. Um, so feel free to follow me on those places or reach out to me in a private message. Thank you, Kira. Thank you so much. So much love to each and every one of you. Thank you for being here with us today. Thanks for diving in, getting to know yourself a little bit better. And I think don't underestimate the energy that comes to us from your ancestors. I know in my particular lineage, there was an understanding of your best is none too good. And it went back, I think I found it back seven generations back and was able to work on healing that for those ancestors, as well as for me and my children and their children. So don't underestimate the energy that comes to us from our ancestors. So, so much love. I hope that was intriguing and made some of you stop and think, what are the things that we believe about ourselves? that maybe really aren't true. <laughs> mm. So enjoy your day, everyone. We'll see you here at Enlightened World Network again. God bless and take care.